Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. The FDA makes progress in designating orphan drugs. It costs less to develop a new drug than previously thought, and a new cholesterol test method doesn't require fasting. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. But first, on Wednesday, two potential health care reform bills were introduced. Republican Senators Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and Lindsey Graham of South Carolina unveiled an ACA repeal bill that got rid of the individual mandate and some of the law's taxes, while placing a spending cap on Medicaid. Meanwhile, Senator Bernie Sanders, the independent from Vermont, revived his calls for a single-payer plan. His Medicare for All bill has the support of 15 Democrats and would eliminate the role of private insurers. To learn more, read our story at AJMC.com. FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb had promised to get rid of the backlog of orphan drug requests by September 21st, and this week he announced that the agency finished ahead of schedule. Now FDA will streamline the process, which Gottlieb said will include incentives as more biologics apply for the program. However, he said it's important to identify loopholes so companies don't avoid important studies, especially those in children. Orphan drug designation allows companies to streamline reviews for treatments and conditions that affect fewer than 200,000 people. The program has doubled in size between 2012 and 2016. How much does it cost to bring a drug to market? It's a lot, but not as much as once thought, according to a study in JAMA Internal Medicine. Some estimates have put the cost as high as $2.7 billion, but an analysis that used data from SEC filings found that the average cost was $648 million and put the average time in development at 7.3 years. The researchers used data from 10 recently developed cancer drugs. An editorial that appeared with the study said the findings contradict recent claims by drug makers. Wrote Merrill Guzner, the former editor of Modern Healthcare, current pharmaceutical industry pricing policies are unrelated to the cost of research and development. Policymakers can safely take steps to rein in drug prices without fear of jeopardizing innovation. For years, the gold standard to test for LDL cholesterol required patients to fast overnight, but a new cholesterol calculation developed at Johns Hopkins doesn't require fasting. Quest Diagnostics and Johns Hopkins have signed an agreement to convert to this new, more accurate testing method, which is important given the way LDL cholesterol is treated today. As Utah Lipid Center's Dr. Elliot Brinton told AJMC, the older method became less accurate as patients' LDL cholesterol level dropped. Several factors have come together to drive the need for a new test method. Clinical guidelines adopted in 2013 called for more people to take statins and at higher doses. Many high-intensity statins, as well as azetamibe, have come off patent, making them cheaper for patients to use. And PCSK9 inhibitors are now available and can reduce cholesterol up to 60%. Said Dr. Brinton, We're treating LDL cholesterol more aggressively, so the inaccuracy of the calculation becomes even more important. A more accurate test at a lower level is a big deal. A new survey finds specialists, such as oncologists and urologists, have not yet made the operational changes needed to comply with MACRA, the law that calls on physicians and health systems 
to adopt value-based payment models. The study by Integra Connect, which included 58% oncologists and 42% urologists, found these physicians do not fully understand the impact of the law. The survey found 71% say they are learning, but, quote, have a long way to go. 56% want to deliver savings through practice transformation. 40% are still using existing tools to meet macro requirements. And 24% are practicing without any changes. The study found that many practices don't have a clear understanding of what is required of them or haven't made plans to invest in necessary technology. For the full story, visit AJMC.com. Doctor-patient communication is essential to good care, and with that in mind, the American Society of Clinical Oncology has published guidelines to help clinicians do the best job possible in talking to patients with cancer and their families. The guidelines were developed after a systematic literature review to address nine key questions about communication in the cancer setting and were published in the Journal of Clinical Oncology. Overall, the author said clinicians must focus on offering empathy and making sure that patients understand what they are saying. ASCO made the recommendations in the following areas. Core communication skills, discussing goals and prognosis, discussing treatment options including clinical trials, discussing end-of-life care, facilitating family involvement, overcoming barriers to communication, discussing the cost of care, meeting the needs of the underserved, and training clinicians to be better communicators. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, check out the show notes. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us.